0: Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site, and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone. Start the download and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard and on to the podcast. Hi, this is Joseph with Sci-Fi Graveyard hosted by The Heart of Geek. Before we get started with tonight's episode, I know things are still crazy right now. I know a lot of people are still suffering with anxiety and depression. I am one of those people. And I just want you to know that there are people who care about you. There are people that love you, whether it be a suicide prevention hotline or your best friend or your family member. Please reach out to someone and talk to them. Know these three things. You are not crazy. You are not alone and secrets do make you sicker. So please reach out and talk to someone. Again, please, uh, we, we do care about you and we wanna make sure that everyone's safe and happy and healthy moving forward. Thank you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Yes, we know it's been a while, but unfortunately life keeps getting in the way of doing things. So we've had to put this off between um, life and such. So tonight we're going to talk about the the movie Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets that was released on July 21st of 2017 in the United States. Uh this movie was written, directed and produced by Luc Besson, Besson. I he's French, I'm probably butchering his name. Um starring on Cara Delevingne, I'm probably mispronouncing her name as well. Clive Owen Rihanna is in this movie, and Ethan Hawke is also in this movie. Um, with a final production budget of 180 million, this film was officially the most expensive movie ever made in France at the time of its release. It significantly exceeded the budget of the previous record holder, which was also directed by Luc Besson, *The Fifth Element* from 1997 which had a production budget of around 90 million and was the most expensive French film at the time. If adjusted for inflation, The Fifth Element is still more expensive than, or I'm sorry, this film is still more expensive than Bassan's earlier picture, at least according to IMDB. Uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets is based upon Valerian and Loreline, also known as Valerian, Spatio-Temporal Agent, or just Valerion, which was, I must say, was a French science fiction comic series, uh, only because it it's no longer in publication. Uh, it was created by Pierre Christian and artist Jean-Claude Méseret. I'm probably mispronouncing that. My French is terrible. It was published in... Uh, Pilot magazine in 1967 with its final installment published in the year 2010. So it, it had a very long run, uh, but unfortunately it ran for about 43 years before it was canceled. Um, the movie is basically a dark force threatens Alpha, a vast metropolis and home to species from a thousand planets. Special operatives Valerian and Loreline must race to identify the marauding menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe, which is the plot line directing directly from IMDb. But honestly, I don't think that really describes the movie all that well, to be honest with you. Um, Yes, it takes place on a place called Alpha. Yes, Valerian and Loreline are trying to uh, investigate this area there but it seems more of like less like them being sent there to more than stumbling upon it due to circumstances. But um, the film was released in 2017 and the first installment of Valerian and Loreline, the comic book series was published in 1967. So this movie came out in the 50th anniversary year of the comic series and the main storyline was loosely based on Ambassador of Shadows, the sixth volume in the comic book series. This also happens to be the first the first Valerian and Loreline story to be translated into English. And the movie, as previously mentioned, features Alpha Station, uh, the city of a thousand planets. However, in the comic book, the station was called Point Central and was first created by non-human alien races. It was slowly added to over time instead of being basically the ISS growing into a metropolis. Um, The opening scene of this movie takes place in 1975. This is the first year that The Ambassadors of Shadow storyline was first published in, in French. And then... Let's see. There's There's... I have a couple more trivia things. That I'm just gonna read real quick, and then we can start diving into what we thought of the movie. Um, although most spaceships and most science fiction movies never display their make, the Skyjet pod used by Valerian clearly shows the Lexus emblem on the front grille during the chase of the Pearls pod scene. Uh, the bounty hunter in the big market scene, at the which opens and introduces us to the characters of Loreline and valerian the hunter that follows valerian at the bar is named corbin and as we know corbin dallas is the name of the character bruce willis played in the song's fifth element and when we when sergeant loreline waves at the key, the alien guard that's at the turret she she kind of gives a vulcan salute before shooting and stunning him and of course, Vulcans are from Star Trek with their stationary greeting of the hand gesture uh, to be for the Live Long and Prosper where you make the V with the shape of your fingers and then you stick out your thumb. Um, sticking out your thumb all the way is Live Long and Prosper. Keeping your thumb in is Nanu Nanu from Mork and Mendy. So people, a lot of Trekkies get that wrong, but. That's from Star Trek, the original series, which premiered in 1966. Um, that's pretty much all the trivia I really took from this. I didn't want to get, like, you know, pages of, oodles of pages of trivia like I normally do. But I did want it. Those were the most interesting things that I read when looking up the movie. Now, I just actually got a chance to watch the movie tonight before recording the podcast, whereas, you know, usually I watch it about <laughs> a week in advance or something uh, before so that way I'm already prepared, but with work being crazy and dealing with everything that's been going on, it, it was just trying to find time, you know? So um, I agree with what Jeremy said earlier in the group chat. Jeremy said, this was a very beautiful movie. Well, I thought the visuals of this movie were very, very beautiful. I will say that I did think this movie kind of felt, the story like i read a review where someone said the story was uneven and i kind of agree with that because i feel like i feel like the structure is just not quite there and it has nothing to do with the acting or the the story the story itself seems interesting but it just feels kind of haphazard and especially for this comic especially for the comic book that was supposed to um inspire so many things after it which people think have said star wars was kind of inspired by this i didn't i'll be honest with you i looked at a couple things but nothing definitive said that star wars was taken from valerian unless i just missed it but i just felt like this the movie the story flow was kind of choppy it felt it's kind of like enders game uh the movie enders game and i actually decided so i'll just go ahead and spoil this now we're gonna. I already know the next two movies we're gonna talk about. Um, we're gonna do the one Josh suggested, which is 1984's Dune. But before that, I want to talk about Ender's Game, and I only want to talk about Ender's Game next because of. Um, I felt like this kind of feels how I felt about Ender's Game as a movie, and I'll just give my offer my opinion real quick on the the critical side of things before I talk about some of the things I liked and disliked and get y'all's opinions as well. Um, I do feel it was a little uneven. I feel like chunks of the story were actually missing. So I felt like there should have been more going on. And obviously this movie was made to set up a universe with sequels and stuff like that, whether it followed Valerian and Loreline or whoever Um, most likely them because they seem like the main characters, but I felt like chunks of this was missing and I felt like there should have been more to the flow of the story. And that's what I'm gonna say starting off. Um, Josh, you are about to say something. What were you about to uh, interject with? Well, my main thing was uh, that to
1: me, it was an all right movie, but like, yeah, it does feel like it's all, like there's a few moments in the movie where it's just like, okay, they're going from that to this. I was like, okay. Like uh, for instance, how they introduce like how they do at the beginning of the movie, okay, like they do the whole scene where they're at the market and do uh and then they get the stuff from the dude, and that kind of sets forth like then they go to the city of the house of planets, but then it's like she gets kidnapped, and all this stuff they fit like a bunch of crap in the same thing, and it was like. Okay. Does this really need it? Uh, did it really need to be in the movie? For uh, because they did that, and, and seemed like that was extra in the movie. Like, did they really need to end up having her get kidnapped and then her get found and all this stuff? Like, did it really do anything for the movie? I don't know if this is in the comics, so they kind of like pulled it straight from that. But my main gripe was that you're trying to get Valerian to be liked, and the first five minutes of the movie, he's kind of being a douche to the chick, where he talks about him being a womanizer and all this shit, and then it's like, how are you supposed to like this dude? (laughs) Sure, it got better throughout the movie, right? But, like, still, he was being a douche, and granted, like, if it would have been, like, a more charismatic dude doing all these jokes it would have probably been different like say like if it was Ryan Reynolds or somebody doing it instead of uh, the guy that they picked like it might have been different like it might have like perceived it different because of like he would have been clearly joking more or something whatever but like that's the main thing that I (laughs) disliked out of the movie was how they started out where he was being a douche, and I hate movies where that's your lead guy, and then it's like he's totally unlikable. So then you're like, oh man, I don't feel like watching the rest of this. But I mean, still, nah, it got better throughout the movie.
0: It 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 got better, like because you know he starts kind of like a douche, and then but he still admits that he really cares about Kara. Uh, the actress is Kara. Because this movie stars Dane. Did, did I say who it stars? Rihanna? Yeah, I did. I did say who was in it. Because Rihanna's in it. She's the... Uh, I'm going to call her a cabaret dancer. because Well, they named her the scene, Yeah, they named her Bubble and she was this blue alien thing. And yeah. the weird thing was... um, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it because what the hell? This movie came out almost four years... Uh, over four years lot ago of people
1: didn't like it anyway a lot of people didn't like it
0: i'll be honest with you if if this if we were going to do a rise from the grave let it die or rest in peace i would say rise from the grave because i think this i think there's a story here um but i think it needs to be i think they need to go back to the source material and give it another shot i think it does i think the story deserves another shot because it's definitely inter- interesting interesting but it feels like it's all set up and then the last 10 minutes is all the payoff. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't yeah. feel like, it doesn't feel like a natural progression. It just feels like setup, up, set 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 up. Oh, payoff. And movies are supposed to have like a three, a three act structure. You have the beginning, which sets up the action. You have the second act with, which is mostly action where the act where the hero falls because if you notice most movies, at some point in the movie, the hero fails. And then the hero in the third act comes back and wins. That's, and redeems that's a, himself. yeah. And redeems himself. That's usually the flow of movies. And obviously they were setting something up with this to be a franchise, which everything has to be a franchise nowadays. I think if they had focused on telling one complete story, um, which I also don't get the ranking system in this universe because Valerian's a major. Uh, Laura Line is a sergeant. Okay, so he would be her superior because he would be technically an officer. She'd be enlisted, and then then the the general is taking orders from a commander, and that's not how that works. A commander in is more in the is in the navy, and the commander is like right under a captain. But if you want to relate, um, let let's say a major in general are both like army air force ranks as is sergeant so a commander if he's actually a commander that would be the equivalent of of a like lieutenant colonel if you're using air force and a captain in the navy is the equivalent to a colonel in the air force or yeah uh captain naval captain is more of like a a colonel in the air force and that's kind of like the equal because if you know if you've ever seen a naval captain they're wearing the eagle and that's what the uh that's what colonels wear in the uh, army air force so the general should have been the one giving orders to the commander and not vice versa that makes no sense to me when like (laughs) well they did a
1: lot of things that just didn't really make sense for the movie anyway like uh like I was saying about just the dude period how you know like we were talking about redemption throughout the movie and nothing that uh the, what they showed in the movie it was showing that he didn't really I don't know it kind of redeemed himself but there was like no reason why he changed who he was to Because he got and because bubble also at the same time I definitely like bubble a lot in this movie for uh, for some reason but I hated how she like got killed off it was like I don't even know why they killed her off she could have just ran ran with them or she could have just like oh well there you go and went back to doing whatever she was doing I don't know why they had to kill
0: her off (laughs) yeah I thought that was pretty stupid too
1: yeah, because they all they were doing was running away from them. Nobody was firing guns or whatever. And then she's like, "Oh, I'm dead." Oh.
0: yeah. You never saw her get hit, but then she died when yeah. she fell. Thought that well, was pretty that's, dumb. That's
1: mostly what, uh, what I—that's uh, th- the main problem. Is I think that the there's a lot of like logic holes or just little problems that just led into a big old thing where I liked it but like I could have liked it more if they didn't kind of do the same uh, the decisions that they did in this movie yeah like it's like I, I I'm probably my favorite scene is like him going through the different uh when they're chasing down uh, I forgot when they're just going through all the different planet type things when he's go- going around shooting the people or whatever I forgot what they were doing part <laughs> on that oh, part but i oh, really there the that mar- part
0: when they were in the market that part was really cool uh because yeah, i like the market too, but the there's like more he's than like one in
1: the armor and he's going through a certain section oh so he's really he's like traveling
0: through the different habitable zones of alpha yeah yeah, yeah that I I was pretty that cool. Was cool
1: i think like, that was I, the best part for me throughout the whole
0: movie but i yeah. liked i think my favorite part was the uh was the marketplace because, except for the part where, like, they escape, but they let that whole team that was working with them die at the hands of that animal. And then you never see the bad guy from that scene again. And he's like, I'm gonna kill you. And he never shows up again. So, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's stupid. I, want, I oh, agree. That, I actually... That's why I say
1: like, uh, that I didn't hate the movie. I just think that I would have liked it a lot more if they didn't do some
0: decisions I, I, in the movie <laughs> i think if they have streamlined some of the storyline and um maybe streamlined it a bit because i think there's something there uh worth t- i think there's a story worth telling there or, or retelling and redoing it's just that i think they need to cut some of the fat and i felt like there's a lot of fat in this movie and not a lot of um not a lot of uh, stuff to keep you yeah, into it. Yeah. Cause I actually think, I actually think, um, I actually think it's got potential. It's, um, it makes me kind of want to read the comic book because I want to see how that is. Uh, but I don't, you know, it's, I'm not, it's like I, I kind of am interested in these characters because I did like, Lore line I did like Valerian as characters. I I actually liked the actor who played Valerian, Dane, Dehan. And I don't well, and I, I didn't I like
1: rel- him as an actor, but just not yeah. in this movie all that much. I think but I, if they would have picked somebody else, I think his the character would have been a little bit better. Like I wouldn't have disliked him as much as I did.
0: No, Even I though like that it thing- was
1: still good. I mean throughout like just that wonky bit at the beginning where he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a womanizer and this and that. I don't think they really need to say that. Well, if anything, she could have just been like, uh, she would have been like, I, oh, yeah, you don't really love me. That type I don't of thing. Really yeah.
2: I, I, well, I'll let. Well, I was about to,
1: I was about to anyway, ask you, what, what did you, mean? you think? You haven't been really talking all that much anyway. Well, so. well I can yeah.
2: not really talk over two other people, so I'm I was just waiting.
0: No, you're good. I was going to let you know what what I was going to ask what you thought. What was your, what were you going, well, where were you I, thinking?
2: I don't agree with either one of you. So, um, but no, it's uh, okay. no, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, it, it, I remember watching this in the theater back in 2017, and it was one of my favorite movies at the time, and it still is. I mean, I can sit there and watch it every time it's on. Uh, and, but like I said, I forgot how. And especially if you have a really nice 4K TV, this thing looks brilliant on in 4K. I yeah, mean.
0: I actually, I, I watched it on, I bought it in Ultra HD, or I bought it in Blu-ray, I think. So I had the HD version, and I watched it on my 4K, and it looked really, really good. I didn't yeah, watch it, it in 4K though, but. Yeah,
2: see, and I watched it today again in 4K, and it looks incredible. But besides that, like from my perspective, the whole plot—I uh, felt that it flowed perfectly. But I mean, because from the beginning, you know, the very the very beginning was showing the uh, mule planet getting blown up. Yeah. Now it explained what it actually was later, because at first, well, actually, the beginning was explaining how the city of a thousand planets went from nothing to what it is present day or 2150 or whatever the date was um and then it flowed into the mule getting blown up now at that point you didn't know what it was and you didn't know who caused it and but as the movie went into further then you found out that the commander ordered the blowing up of the alien ship which basically destroyed the planet and um to cover it up, he was taking. Every, he wanted to take everybody out. Once he found out that the inhabitants of the planet that got on the scavenged plant, uh, uh thing on from the planet were on uh, the city of a thousand planets, so then he was conspiring to get rid of them, and that was part of the whole, you know, mission that Valerian was on that he didn't know about until he. Talk to the alien life. I don't even know what they call. They were. I know they were from the planet Mule, but I don't know if it. They're they're, if it
0: explained what race they were. According to I, according to IMDb, they're referred to as the pearl. Yeah, but like this, like this, like this, like the the. I'm gonna call it a gemstone, but just like that.
2: Yeah, I mean so. You know, early on, he had gotten that pearl, and he was analyzing it on the ship, where he knew it was more powerful than everything on the ship, but he didn't know exactly what else. And then they got the the mule converter, which was that they had hedgehog looking thing that basically was in the comic from nineteen seventy five or whatever. It was called a grumpy converter or something in like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, fun. that was in the comic. But,
2: but. I mean, it flowed directly from that. And then, you know, they, they kidnapped the, now when they, they kidnapped the commander, uh, the alien race did um, when they shot them all with that goop stuff. Um, And then they explained why they did that. So it, it was, you know, it flowed, it might've taken two hours and 15 minutes to go through everything, but I mean, even at the beginning, you know, Josh, you were talking about him being a douche, but at the same time, I think they had to explain that to kind of go along with how the dynamic between him and her was. Yeah. For the well, remaining. that's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, like, because, if it would have been a different actor, maybe. I well, I mean, not even that, though, Josh, idea for it.
2: what I'm getting at is that they had to explain why the dynamic between the two of them was the way it was throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Because he asked her to marry him, and she was like, no. But really, there really was no other reason. But if you, if you track back to what he said at the beginning, she was worried about him being a, a player, basically. Because she said pull up the playlist, remember, at the very beginning? Yeah. When they show all the girls that he had been with, that he worked with. And so she was more concerned that she was just another one of them. And, she was
0: another. She was just a conquest.
2: Yeah, yeah. But so, so and then yeah. even with him asking to marry, you know, she he was doing that, but she didn't feel that he was at that point even really truthful about even doing that. So I mean, yeah. So it was kind of explaining how she was reacting later on to me, anyways. But but yeah, I can. So, so from that I... perspective, that's how I felt, was that the whole movie even flowed uh, perfectly to me. Um, now, I'm not critical of, like, what you were talking about either, and I've said this in previous podcasts that, you know, whether or not a commander reports to a, ma- or a major reports to a general, a general reports to a commander, I don't care. It's fiction, right? So it's more like whatever they say in the movie is how their setup is. So Yeah. In, in that play, I feel like the commander was the head of everything. The general reported to the commander because he was even showing that at the end that when he said annihilate all, he was trying to get the orders from the commander. Now, he didn't know the commander was a dipshit, you know, Clive Owen's character or whatever. But Yeah, Cl- yeah, the, the general or the commander. That was set up early on when Clive Owen talked to the robots and he basically had set up that he had programmed them to do something at his basically beck and call. So yeah, it was just a matter of when that was going to happen in the movie too. So,
0: you know, anyways,
2: I, I just feel differently about it. And I'm probably when you, when we watch Ender's game, I'm probably going to have different opinions too. Cause again, that's one, that's another one I can actually watch over and over again.
0: Uh, yeah. Cause well, I do like
2: Ender's game though, but yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if either of you've read. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna well, talk about. See, game for i just never a second read the series. Oh, no, okay, okay, see. Same I, with the
1: Valerian stuff. I never read that.
0: I, I I've I'm never, never read. I de- I never heard of Valerian before. I watched. We well, I, I heard about it before the movie came out. Like what was that, Jeremy?
2: Oh, I lost you if you were talking because I didn't hear anything. Oh, oh no,
0: sorry. I uh... I. Never. I didn't know of Valerian before the movie came out, but with Ender's Game, I had actually read the, when I say read the book, I listened to the audio book because I didn't at this time, at this point I was married and didn't have time to read. <laughs> I love my wife. but I, Since I've been married, I don't have time as much as I used to. So I do audio books, but I, I listened to the audio book. It wasn't abridged. It was the full book. And then I, I watched the movie. So um, but we'll talk about that next time. Well, but yeah, that's
2: why to my dad, he, he, I think he, wa- he read the book first before seeing the movie. And he actually yeah. pointed me to the movie
0: because I didn't even know about it because he had, read well, the, the book. yeah, so. the book is the book I was, but we, I won't talk about the movie, but for the book Ender's Game, like you could say what you want about Orson Scott Card. He's, he's kind of been controversial, um, in the last few years. Uh, not recently in the last few years but within the last decade he had come up with some controversial stuff but Ender's game as a book was really really good and it was a, and, and and Ender's game is actually a, is the first in a series of books and Valerian is of course this is one story out of volumes and volumes of almost 50 years worth of storytelling for Valerian. So, I mean, whereas we have a two-hour movie where we have to introduce Valerian, we have to lo- introduce Loreline, the Pearls, the the military who they work for, the fact that they're federal agents. I, I get it. And um, I, I get it. So... You know, well, whereas yeah, for
2: from my perspective, why the ratings were so low, I'm kind of surprised because I've seen other movies that the ratings are high, and the movie sucked. So, well, uh, oh, I, yeah. I
0: don't. Oh I don't no, that, I,
2: I don't feel that the movie sucked and deserved a 47 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. No, no,
0: actually, I don't. Actually, that don't, sounds better than oh. I expected. I would have thought that it was I, lower. I actually. Well, I, mean, uh, I mean, from uh, cr- and critics and such, I actually. I actually don't think it deserves such a low rating either because while well, I wanted, sorry, my cats are fighting in the background. Uh, no, <laughs> no uh, it's the kitten. He's making, he's bothering the other cats. Uh, anyway, my, um, I don't think it deserved a 47%. I actually think I enjoyed the movie. Now don't get, just when I'm criticizing and being a little analytical, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the film. I actually really liked it. Um, was it one of my favorite films? No. Was Was it better than Nightfall? <laughs> Way better than Nightfall.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I could still, if it goes on TV, I could leave it on and watch it like no problems certain movies that i can't like i would just change the channel like right off that's what i'm saying is like i'm only docking points off of stuff where like i would say that it would be a lot better to me for for that but i definitely do agree with jeremy where he said that like the the rotten tomato score shouldn't have been as low as it was like no, I was surprised it, that it was only in the forties, mostly because we were just talking about Halloween Kills, and Halloween Kills had a lower uh, Rotten Tomato score on it. It was like thirty uh, nine percent.
0: Peep this is why I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I really feel like in I really, I think I don't think it's an accurate barometer of how good a movie is. Um, I really don't. And this is from watching people talk about and seeing some of the ratings that some movies get on Rotten Tomatoes. Like Halloween Kills, while I don't think was better than Hollywood Halloween 2018, wasn't a bad film. It was actually really good. It was obviously a middle piece and a three story arc. That, and that's how it came across to me. Um, Valerian and the city of a thousand planets comes across to me as a starter film in a much grander universe and maybe that's why there's so much character introduction in this movie before they do the payoff with the pearls at the end i and i know i know the story um from the whole point is is leading to this mission with the with the uh with the animal i can't my brain just took the converter, oh, which yeah, basically yeah, converter thing, yeah. The converter, which honestly, I thought the converter was kind of cute. I was like, that's a cute little animal. <laughs> um I thought the I thought that was pretty you know. Um I like the converter, the whole idea of the pearl, the whole idea that he had that dream and the the ladies the the girls, the prince. I'm gonna call her princess because her her father was the king. Um she put her soul, kind of her Katra, like from Star Trek 2 with Spock into his body for that day. That was, I'm going to say a couple of days. It had to have been more than a day that they were doing all this. Maybe not. Um, but I don't think that it would be like two days max. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And so, so okay, so he's kind of being influenced by her and um I get them showing him being a womanizer. So it would, leads up to the end where he's like, you're the only name on one on my playlist. And I do feel like his change is kind of sudden because of the speech that bubble gave him and her saying, trust me. But I, I get what they were trying to do with his character. He, he's this. Cause I don't doubt that he loved that when he says he loves her and wants to marry her, he's like, no, I'm being serious. I think he does care about her. But I also think that he's also he wants to be with her for his own reason. Like it's not he loves her, but it's 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 kind of hard to put it in words. It's like he cares about her, but he's doing it for himself, not for the betterment of them as a couple, I guess would be a good way to say it. He's he's a little selfish. He's thinking of himself, but I still think he did care about her and uh, because he but he's still a little selfish and he has to learn to not be selfish which is why he gives over the converter at the end and trusts her and yada 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 i think but i do th- i do think there should have been maybe some fat trim from the story just like tighten it up a little bit and i understand you have to do the introduction which gets them on the mission um I'm thinking that if this movie had done well, which it it didn't, I think it barely broke even or made less. I think I think from what I read, it would have had to have made four hundred million worldwide, and it only made half yes. that. And that and that was marketing and everything to make it a financial success. So, well, I'm obviously... sure they spent a
1: lot on the movie just for
0: the effects anyway yeah they did the i would say the effects in this movie look really good except for the pearls at the beginning of the movie to me they didn't look really that good but when you see them again um on board alpha they seem to look better and i don't know if it's because of the lighting and i know sometimes they hide effects with darkness because that sometimes makes cg effects look better so I think they looked better at the end of the movie than they did at the beginning of the movie. And that's just my personal opinion. That's just what I felt about it. Um, I still enjoyed the movie. Uh, would I watch it again? Probably. I'd probably, if someone wanted to watch it, I'd, I'd sit down and watch it with them. Uh, am, I sat, am I upset that I bought it? No. Cause it was a ooh, part of me. That's what happens when you don't get any days off and you're tired all the time. Um, was I, was I mad that I bought it? No, I paid seven bucks for it. Do I, did I think it was a good buy at $7? Yeah, actually I do. It was a good, I think it was money well spent. Um, it's not like nightfall where I, did I buy that or did I rent it? I think we watched it on
1: like YouTube or something. I don't remember. Oh,
0: that what how did we watch that?
2: I, Oh, I don't yeah, even remember. It was, a, it was a file that you had. So I'm assuming oh, you I probably found it on something.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, because I couldn't find a copy of it to buy. So I think I had to find a, a, alternate ways to get it. Um, um, I know the YouTube one was uh, that vampire. Vamprella, Hey, Vampirella was better. Vampirella was better than Nightfall. <laughs> it had less of a budget and looked better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and so, and, but, this
1: name and then Dune, which yeah we're gonna do, to watch the new Dune movie. I've heard it, nothing but good things on it. I've I heard it, it. I've heard able it. To watch it yet?
0: I've heard. I've heard the new Dune is good, but we're gonna do heard 1984. That
1: everybody's like telling me they're like, oh, I want the second one out now. Gotta watch. It'd be the cool first if one they one do the whole original series one first.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the original one. It's on HBO Max. Yes. Um, and
1: Which I just found it at Walmart, so I had to. <laughs>
0: I had to buy oh, it. Oh, 84 eighty <laughs> four—the original Dune. Nice. Yeah,
1: the original Dune was at Walmart, so I had to buy it.
0: <laughs> Patrick Stewart's
1: like, in that. Oh, is not that?
0: huh? Patrick Stewart's in the original Dune. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Y- yeah, yeah, Kyle McLaughlin's the star. But I don't know if there's a lot to talk about since I've rewatched it too. Yeah. I don't know if there's a lot to really say about Valerian. Um, I will be, I will be honest with you. I just watching the movie made me want to read the comic book it was based on. So I did buy the comic book. So I will say, I will say that's a good thing about the, about the movie. It did get my interest into the story. So I did buy the ambassadors of shadow to see how it compares. And maybe, maybe when I get it and I have a chance to read it and we and next on one of the other podcasts, I'll give an update. you know? yeah. Um, I will say for for Ender's game, just I know I'm getting off topic again. We'll circle back around. Uh, we are gonna do a rise from the grave, Let rest in peace and all that for it, because um, I feel that one deserves it. This one. I wasn't really expecting you all to do it for this one. Um, and well, dude, we're not I definitely think
1: that they should do another one, but I mean uh, I, uh, I I know think... it's not gonna happen, but it would
2: be nice if they did another one. I Luke, would like Luke to Fasson see concept based on fan reaction, it's still possible even though it didn't make money.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I think Well, I mean obviously... he could always do
2: like a Kickstarter if he felt like it. He...
0: I think this movie wasn't as bad as everyone said it was. To be honest with you, people were like really just saying it was bad. Now, do I? Do, like I said at the beginning, I thought the story was a little uneven, like the way it flowed, but it didn't turn me off of the story. Like I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was really the the writing wasn't bad. the 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 visual effects were amazing. Well,
2: they were the best
0: I've seen. Yeah, and
2: I think that that's a, like a one while. of the
1: highlights out of it was the and the uh I uh, all the looks and stuff like that. Yeah, are, it, doesn't it doesn't surprise like me that
2: Alexa Digital was involved or Industrial Light and Magic. It does not surprise me that they're the ones that did it. Yeah, that company, because they do like, like all that
1: stuff. I think.
2: Well, I mean, they did Lord of the Rings too. I mean, th- that company's brilliant. I mean, so it's like, like you know. If I was to make a movie, that's the company I would want doing the visual effects for it. Yep. It I used to be so. ILM alone, and now it's wexa Digital is pretty much the, you know, and they yeah. all were on this one. Like when you look at, <laughs> it's like all of them, and they won uh, Saturn Awards, I think, which or they were nominated for them. Which I don't. Even I know mean, it's Awards it's are, it's it's Saturn Awards are for sci-fi. But I don't understand why it wasn't even nominated for an Oscar for visual effects. That's what I don't really get—is that kind of crap. But you know, you got to spend money. That's how that crap works. Too. Yep, I you think gotta, that's sp- the main thing is gotta that you got to spend money, to, like, and then they're, them reviewed to get. You got to bribe people,
1: man. I mean, gotta, I like everyone. Check out my shit and hair. Enjoy this money while you do it
0: yeah i liked i liked um i liked all the actors in this movie uh the girl that Cara, who played sergeant Loreline. i didn't realize yeah, she was I the enchantress from out of
2: the out of the movie was yes, like, yeah was the enchantress and suicide squad
0: yeah like, and mm-hmm. i didn't know that and she's i mean i i the only other thing that i would know her from is if i Would be Paper Towns. I haven't watched Paper Towns, but I read the book. Paper Towns is
1: good, but I read uh, the book Paper Towns. Yeah, I do like. uh, I think it's John Green that does that story. Yeah, one and uh, Fault in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars is just a
0: great book. I read. I read The Fault in Our Stars, and I watched. Did I watch? I think I did see the movie. I did see the movie. The book was better. Yeah, the book
1: was bad. I mean, they uh, didn't take out much out of the movie, though. No, they like, didn't. They, um, they just cut certain things out of the book. But no, but... I still I think... I still, I think still cried a bunch for both, though, so...
0: <laughs> I, I, I will, I'll be honest with you. Um, I know this... We always get off topic on this podcast, and the only reason I'm okay with it is because I like the fact that talking about something spurs conversation about something else... And that keeps the, the, the conversation going. I'll say this about The Fault in Stars. I did cry when I read the book. And that's because um, it de- people who don't know, The Fault in Our Stars is dealing with, most of the people in the book are, have cancer or they had cancer. And um, the main and for me this was a little um, you, you know, my wife's dad passed away from cancer. And so this and then my one of my really good friends his his dad had brain cancer. So stuff stories about that really kind of pull they, they pull at me differently than other stories. So I'm more I'm more sensitive to those those kind of storytelling. So I did cry. And um, but now I don't want to get upset, so I'm going to change the subject back to something a little different. But does anyone <laughs> have any, any final thoughts on the movie? I know we kind of talked about what we felt about it.
2: I only have one um, more thing to say, honestly, and it's that yeah. surprise, Rihanna isn't in more movies. Yeah, because I care for in battleship her at really, all. She's a good actress. So she should be in more things. Well, Um, she's only been in like five or six movies, I think. Well, she sucked in in this
1: and in Battleship, and I hated her in Battleship. Well, she sucked in. I don't think it's so much her fault. I think it's
2: like the writing
1: and stuff like that for her character was bad.
2: She was brilliant. Not she was good in Valerian, but she was brilliant in Ocean's Eight. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I haven't seen Ocean's oh, Eight. Yeah, like um, in that. I forgot
0: she was in that movie.
2: Yeah, she was like but, the, I believe she was like the coder or whatever uh, of the group. I will
0: say, I will say this. I I hated her in Battleship, but I don't blame her. I blame the writing and director of Battleship.
2: Well,
0: that's, not, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. The Battleship was yeah, just a awful movie, movie
2: period. I couldn't even make it through part of the movie. That no, movie was
0: terrible.
1: The movie just sucked, and it didn't help knowing that Rihanna was like every character on the ship. So, like, <laughs> she only is doing the scenes that they tell her to do. So, I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, I can't fault her on it. It's more like the director's fault because, like, okay. the way that they did all her she stuff. She voiced
2: the girl in home. Huh? She moved the movie home member with the alien. She she's the one that voiced the little the young girl. that.
1: Um, oh, oh, OK. I didn't realize that.
0: How does. OK, so we're talking about battleships. I looked up battleship on Rotten Tomatoes. This is why I fuck fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Just clicking you off right now. Anyway. Valerian has an audience score of 53 percent. How does Battleship have a, a higher audience score? Granted, it's by one percent, but how is it? How is it higher? How? Well, that's what I, well I mean, obviously, people that actually people... review
2: it on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's exactly. the only problem that's I have with thing. these review sites is because it's only who puts their reviews in, so it's like not really indicative. It's just like polls, right? Polls aren't really indicative of everyone.
0: No, They're indicative
2: of who answers the poll, which. If if you've got it skewed one way or the other, it's going to fuck that up. So it's like, obviously, they had more people to answer the poll that didn't like the or like the movie. You know, that is same for critics, right? It's not like a. Yeah. It's only a subset
0: of everyone, so it's like it's 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 it it does have a lower critical score, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't know if you want to argue with the thirty four versus forty seven for these two, but. Battleship does deserve a lower score than Valerian because well, Battleship well, the was a, a that crap ass movie. But there's that. been there's so much there's so many movies that that the reviewers on both sides of the fence, the audience and the critics, will just bash on, and they're not bad films. It's just like sometimes people think people think that like for one. Not not every every a lot of these critics who watch these films, well say I, you know just they,
2: Joe. So good example, right? Um, is the movie Eternals? Yeah. Look at the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's forty eight percent by the critics. It's almost the same what? as this Valerian. Yeah, it was one of the best movies I've watched. But the audience score is eighty percent. So. It's like, it's like, <laughs> that's that a perfect so example stupid. of what the hell are you talking about?
1: Because it's yeah, that's it's why like, I don't follow critics most times. Anyway, I, I, mean, I you guys don't to have have to get paid the because it's like you don't either. even enjoy certain movies, but I and you out only out the enjoy the ones that are like the uh, the ones that are in for gra- uh, not Grammys but Oscars and shit. Like nitpick, I really,
0: <laughs> I really don't think. Um, sometimes I I think some critics look for look at movies as they have to be the like there's I think there's a I think when it comes like we we've all said in the past the artist's objective, but I think there's a I think there's a place for movies that are just fun and entertainment and just fun movies can be bad but fun and you can enjoy a a bad movie and still say it's fun and it's worth watching but i feel like some critics and this goes for like professional and audience too some people forget that movies can just be fun some movies can make you think and some movies can teach you something or help you understand something and to me valerian is a movie that is fun it 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 bounces around do i think it has issues of course it, i do i just mentioned them but did i think it was kind of a fun movie yeah i liked it do i think it was worth seeing yes i think if someone was interested they should give it a shot um are they gonna love it probably not are they gonna hate it probably not it, it to me it was an okay film it was good. Yeah, do I think but it could have been better? Know. Yes, someone but you really never know. The movie. But someone might yeah. really enjoy it. And that's I think the and main that's, thing for me cool. is, like,
1: especially now, I have such low expectations for most movies, unless I get super hype about something. But it seems like I haven't gotten super hype over anything for a while. I think Cyberpunk 2077 was the last thing that I kind of got hyped for. But... <laughs> I mean, like, other than that, I'm I'm like, uh, I like watching Marvel movies no matter what, mostly because they haven't had a bad one (laughs) to me. I I mean, some of them are meh, but I mean, still, like, they're always good popcorn movies, so yeah. But, like, that's what I'm saying. If you have high expectations when you watch a movie, of course, you're gonna get disappointed. So, I mean. That's the main thing. Sometimes I'll end up having a viewpoint on certain things, but like at the end of the day, most of them most movies I could watch more than once, like most movies, not all of them, but like most the movies. So like I just think that some uh, some people are just weird with their movie taste though, but <laughs> I think you, you uh, if you have low expectations, or no expectations at all, you will come out like pleasantly
0: surprised most times. (laughs) I think people should just always go in when they watch a film with an open mind. And a lot of people don't do that. And I think that... I think that... um, I think people need to have an open mind and not go with any pre-notions. Also know what you're watching. Because you gotta find some people want to sometimes I feel like the wrong people watch some of the movies they review like and they and they look for like it's like this film when I took um, a movie class cinema appreciation in college and this this teacher was all about movies with deep meaning. everything had to have something to do with the superego and the id and superego and the id and all this inner stuff like deep deep meaning behind all this and sometimes a red door in a movie is just because the door is fucking red it doesn't have to be an inner meaning to something right it's just like and i think people need to go in with an open mind and realize that they I just think that they need to. people just need to have an open mind when they watch movies. I love movies, and I don't get to watch them nearly as much as I used to, but I still love them. And this movie was a good movie. I think people need to give it a shot. Um, they should watch. Definitely, I think this is something someone should give a watch to. Um, I know Jeremy probably feels the same way because he said he really liked it. Um, I would imagine you feel the same way.
1: <laughs> so for, uh, for that I guess we might as well start talking about Ender's Game next episode I guess
0: yeah next episode is going to be Ender's Game which It'll I do nice own. To end
1: up doing that anyway I haven't watched a movie since I first watched it
0: <laughs> I need to see if I still have the audio book for it because I should try to listen to it again but uh, if I have time my job is so
2: a lot on Voodoo like for five bucks,
0: yeah. I actually, have. I actually, I actually own it on Voodoo. It was it. I got it. I think. Oh, what it was is I used to own the standard edition, the standard definition of it, and then I saw it on sale for. Um, I saw it sort on sale like for or something? Like, like Ultra HD, and I bought it in Ultra. Ooh, pardon me. So I bought it in Ultra HD so I could watch it in 4K. Because that's another movie that... The movie's visuals are very, very good in the movie. Yeah, I own the Ultra HD version of it. Um, so we'll do that one next, and then we're going to do... And then we're going to do 19 Dune from
2: 1984.
0: So yeah, baby. All right. That, it, that is the plan. So... Um I want to thank everyone for joining us. Sorry, it's been a long, long time, and we're hoping to get more on a regular schedule with sci-fi graveyard the The issue has really been um, work to be honest with you um, and, and then, it didn't
1: really help knowing that me and Jeremy were on the chair. First. yeah,
0: I was just yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy and Josh because, were on the, if, on, the we on, on the Cruise for we would have probably rest, done it
1: like that week.
0: <laughs> yeah, for wrestling with the willies, they were they were on the Jerry Cruise meeting wrestlers. So if you like wrestling and you listen to this, give that one a give that one a go. Um plus we just y'all we just released um Morbid Instinct just released yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: released yesterday where we were talking oh. about the sons of sam
0: yeah the sons of sam the son of sam and um i thought we had another one recently too did y'all do we or did maybe i'm just halloween kills like yeah you know, we, we did halloween thought. kills for the that the, was the other one leaves. yeah you did that one recently too so if you like yeah. podcasts yeah we've been quite check them out. all hosted by the heart of geek um so we want to thank everyone for Jeremy and Josh. I'm Joseph. Thank you for listening to sci-fi graveyard. Uh, next, next, even though Ender's game came out in 2012, we are going to kind of do a rise from the grave, let it die, or rest, um, rest in peace, uh, or let, and let it die with that one because I feel like this one is actually worth it. Whereas Valerian's still relatively new, but in my opinion I'd like to see more from the universe. I definitely think there's stories there. Maybe they just need to adapt something differently from it, something that's more um more mainstream audience appeal. But anyway, everyone have a good night. Peace. And we'll peace, peace. and we'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sci-Fi Graveyard. If you like what you hear, please check out some of our other podcasts as hosted by The Heart of Geek. That is Morbid Instinct, Wrestling with the Willies, and Scream Creeps. You can follow us on social media. We are at The Heart of Geek on Twitter, The Heart of Geek on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And when we do stream, it's not very often. We are just Heart of Geek. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to catch you next time.